You are listening to the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jess Kamkowski, endurance athlete and mindset coach, here to share with you perspectives and contemplations from a 10,000-foot view of life. So good to have you back here with me for another episode. All right, I have an embarrassing story. Are you ready for it? I haven't thought about this story in so long. And I thought about it today and I shared it with my husband and he said, you have got to do an episode on this. And it's really, it's involving the ego. So it's always good to talk about the ego. So, you know, we can, we can, we don't have to hide from it. We're all self-absorbed. We're all in lack, (laughs) you know, we all fall into the lower self. We do. We totally do. And we're so fearful at the same time of losing that part of us because it's our individuality it's our uniqueness and like without that lower self without that like separation i'm me and you're you then who are we so this takes me back to 2013 during my yoga teacher training and i remember walking in on the first day and there was this girl there and she was like had like the iron man beanie on and an iron man canada finishers jacket and you know she just looked super fit and of course i was like well i'm going to sit next to her because as far as i was concerned she was the only cool person there so we ended up of course becoming friends and also competitors during the yoga teacher training which you know we talked about and laughed about a lot and i remember early on in the yoga teacher training. I don't know why I was talking about this. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing when I think about it now, but I was like so sure of myself in the moment. I was so acting from the ego and I was talking about racing. I'm not a professional athlete. I've never been an elite athlete. I've never been asked to start in the elite wave. So why? Oh my gosh. But it was about results stalking. So I'm trying to tell the yoga teacher in the yoga teacher training why I stock results, right? Like I look at a race and then I look back at the history and I look at the results from the girls before and then I see what their ages are and if they've aged up or, you know, if I've aged up and, you know, who's aging up into my age group and then what if they come and, oh my gosh, if that girl shows up again who won the age group last year, I can, there's no way I can run those splits and, you know, I won't get first and because I was always going for the podium and I've had my fair share of podiums at triathlons, but not for many years. And I remember just going on and on and on about this. And he was like, well, how does it make you feel? And I was like, well, I feel prepared. And I also feel really anxious. And he's like, yeah. So we go on and we started talking about it. And at the end, um, you know, and I'm going on and on, but, you know, because I'm like, he's not getting like, he's not getting it. Like results stocking is a real thing and you need to do it if you want to prepare as best you can for a race. And I could see in his eyes that he was just kind of like over it. And he just looked at me and he said, yeah, well, that's all going to fall away. And I almost got up and left. How dare he tell me that my competitiveness was going to fall away? It was who I was. When I started that swim, I say that I used to swim with fists, you know, out of my way. Here I come. And again, never an elite, (laughs) not even close. 
But it was like the ego had me thinking that I was so important and I was so serious about triathlon, even though I was having a great time, you guys. And even though my whole life I have leaned toward the positive and always felt an immense power within me. And I talk about that briefly in the first episode of season one. But nobody guided, I didn't have a guide to tell me that what I was feeling was the energy that creates worlds. So it moved into entitlement, it moved into competitiveness. And basically what it did was it moved into the lower self, into the ego. And so that really scared me because I didn't know who I was without those things. And I knew that what he had just said to me was true. And there was a part of me that was already feeling that. This was 2013. I had already been meditating with my teacher for about three years. Things had already started to fall away. And I went home and I journaled about it and I was so angry and I was so scared. And I got all of that out and then I knew it was going to be okay. And I've never stalked a result since. And I have lost that competitiveness. But not the drive that allows me to leave it all out there. Not the love that is the fuel for what I do and gets me out of bed in the morning. I have never lost the important parts of me that love being an athlete. I have never lost myself as an athlete. And if anything, I am stronger, more confident, kinder, compassionate, and determined. I am relentless in my pursuits, but I do it with so much less of my lower self. And I align myself with that energy that creates worlds. And what I found is that I'm achieving more with so much less effort. So it's okay. There are going to be things that fall away on this path. Things that you never even knew were holding you back. Things that you thought were propelling you forward. They're going to fall away. When they're ready. And when they're ready to fall away, they do so effortlessly, quietly. And they may be gone for quite some time until you notice their absence. And then it makes sense that you've been feeling better for so long. And you realize that that little part of you that tried to make itself so big was never necessary for you to be your best. Because to be your best, to reach your fullest potential, to be who you truly are, it takes no effort to be you. It takes no effort to be you. Mm-hmm.